Chapter 9 King Surata said, Wonderful is this, revered sage, that you have told me about the Devi's glorious deed in slaying Raktabija. I wish to hear more about what Shumha and the wrathful Nishumba did after Raktabija was killed. Sage Medas continued. After Raktabija was killed and the others slain in battle, Shumba and Nishumba fell into unparalleled rage. Seeing that his mighty army was being slaughtered, Nishumba was overcome with fury and rushed forward with the best of his demon forces. In front of him, behind him and on both sides, great Asuras, their lips compressed in anger, advanced to slay the Devi. Having battled the Matrikas, Shumha, mighty in valor and surrounded by his forces, came forward in fury to attack the goddess. Fierce fighting erupted between them, and like two thunderclouds, Shumha and Nishumha rained down torrents of arrows on the Devi. The goddess intercepted them with her own volley of arrows and struck the demon chiefs in the limbs with a stream of weapons. Nishumba, seizing his sharpened spear and shining shield, struck the lion, the magnificent mount of the goddess, on the head. Her lion assaulted, Devi swiftly cut through Nishumba's superb sword with her razor-sharp arrow and for his shield, emblazoned with eight moons. His shield and sword broken, the demon hurled his spear, and as it came toward her, that too, the goddess cut in half with her discus. Blustering with rage, Nishumha seized his lance, and as it came flying, Devi crushed it with a blow of her fist. Then, swinging his club, Nishumba flung it at the goddess. Devi's trident reduced it to ashes. After wounding the onrushing demon chief with axe in hand, the Devi forced him to the ground with a volley of arrows. When he saw Nishumba, his brother of fearsome strength, lying fallen on the ground, Shumha moved forward, greatly enraged, to slay Divine Mother. Standing in his chariot and holding aloft magnificent weapons, he shone forth and filled the entire sky with his eight incomparable arms. While she watched him approach, the goddess sounded her conch, set off an unbearable reverberation with her bowstring, and filled the firmament with the ringing of her bell, which sapped the strength of the assembled demon armies. Then the lion filled every direction with great roars that caused even the elephant's mighty prowess to falter. Kali sprang skyward and alighted, pounding the earth with her two hands. The noise drowned out all the previous sounds. Shiva Duty laughed loudly and menacingly. 
When the Asuras grew terrified at the sounds, Shumba flew into a monstrous rage. The goddess cried out for him, that evil-natured one, to stop, and the gods cheered her on to victory from their positions in the sky. But Shumba approached and hurled a fearsome flaming spear, an oncoming mass of fire, that the Devi's own firebrand warded off. Shumha's Leonin roar pervaded the space between heaven, earth and the netherworld, but the violent thunderclap of the goddess drowned it out. Devi split Shumba's flying arrows with sharp arrows of her own, and likewise he split hers, each discharging arrows by the hundreds and thousands. Then, the enraged Chandika pierced Shumba with her lance. Wounded, he fainted and fell to the ground. Meanwhile, Nishumba, regaining consciousness, seized his bow and shot arrows at the goddess, at Kali and at the lion. And then, creating ten thousand arms for himself, the demon chief engulfed the goddess with ten thousand discuses. Thus provoked, the glorious Durga who destroys adversity and afflictions cut through his discuses and missiles with arrows of her own. Nishumha, surrounded by his demon army, swiftly seized his club and rushed at the goddess to kill her. Instantly, she split the onrushing Nishumba's club with her keen-edged sword. He grasped his lance and as he approached with weapon in hand, Chandika pierced him through the heart with a swiftly hurled spear. From his heart's gaping wound came forth another mighty and valorous being who shouted for the Devi to stop. Bursting into derisive laughter, she severed his head with her sword, and the figure who had thus emerged fell to the ground. The lion then devoured the asuras whose necks it had crushed with its fearsome fangs, while Kali and Shivaduti devoured others. Great demons perished, pierced through by Kaumari's spear, Others shrank away from the water sanctified by Brahmani's mantras. Others fell, ripped open by Maheshwari's trident. Some lay on the ground, smashed by the blows of Varahi's snout. Demons were cut to pieces, some by Vaishnavi's discus, and others by the thunderbolt discharged from Indri's fingertips. Some Asuras perished, some fled from the great battle, and others were devoured by Kali, Shivaduti, and the lion. Chapter 10 Seeing the lifeless body of Nishumba, the brother who was as dear to him as life itself, and seeing his forces being slaughtered, 
the enraged Shumbha spoke these words. O Durga, who are corrupt with the arrogance of power, do not show your pride here. For though you are haughty, you fight depending on the strength of others. The Great Goddess said, I am alone here in the world. Who else is there besides me? Behold, O vile one, those shaktis are but projections of my own power now entering back into me. Thereupon, all those goddesses led by Brahmani merged into the Devi's body. Then Ambika alone remained. The goddess said, I have now withdrawn the many forms I inhabited here, projected by my own power. I stand alone. Be resolute in combat. Then a horrific battle broke out between the two of them, the Devi and demon Shumbha, while all the gods and Asuras looked on. With showers of arrows, sharp weapons and terrifying missiles, the two met again in a combat that frightened all the world. The wondrous weapons that Ambika now unleashed by the hundreds Shumbha deflected with defensive strikes. And the magic missiles that he hurled, the Supreme Goddess shattered playfully with fierce cries of contempt. Then the Asura covered her with hundreds of arrows. Provoked, the Goddess discharged her arrows and split his bow. His bow broken, Shumbha took up his spear but even as it rested in his hand, the Devi cut through it with her discus. Then, grasping his sword emblazoned with a hundred moons, the Supreme Lord of Asuras rushed at the Devi. As he advanced, the Goddess broke his sword with sharp arrows shot from her bow, and also his shield that shone as the sun's rays. his steed slain, his bow broken, his chariot wrecked. Shumbha grasped his fearsome mace intent on destroying Ambika. With sharp arrows the goddess shattered his onrushing mace. Still he rushed at her with fist upraised. The demon chief slumped his fist down on the devi's heart and she struck him on the chest with her palm. Struck by that blow, the demon fell to the ground. At once he rose up again, and springing upward, he seized the goddess and ascended high into the sky. There, in midair, Chandika battled with him. In the sky, the demon and the goddess fought hand to hand as never before, to the astonishment of saints and sages. After prolonged combat, Ambika snatched him up, swung him around and flung him to the earth. Striking the ground, the evil one immediately raised his fist and ran forward desirous of destroying the goddess. 
The Devi thrust her spear through his chest and threw that onrushing lord of all demonic creatures to the ground. Pierced through by the Devi's weapon, his life breath gone, he fell to the ground, shaking all the earth together with his oceans, islands and mountains. When the Evil One was slain, all the universe became calm, regaining its natural order, and the sky cleared. The flaming clouds of pretend that formerly gathered now subsided, and rivers again flowed along their courses when Shumbha fell slain. All the hosts of gods were overjoyed when he lay slain, and the celestial musicians sang sweetly. Others sounded their instruments, and throngs of heavenly nymphs danced. Favorable winds blew, and the sun shone in glory. The sacred fires glowed peacefully, and the sounds born of the four directions faded away.